1: Well, the New South Wales Blues, they've wrapped up this series 2-0 with Game 3 still to come. Obviously a dead rubber game, and the conversation all week has been, does Freddie bring in Adam Reynolds, who will win the game for him, who I believe will win the game for him. He'll kick to corners, he'll do everything he needs to do. He'll control this side extremely well. He'll do what Adam Reynolds has been doing his entire career. He's a proven winner. He's a guy that's won a title when he was very young. He's been to numerous prelim finals. He's been one of the best kicking games, if not the best kicking game, in our game for 10 years or so, and he's been a excellent controlling seven throughout his career. I have no doubt Adam Reynolds would come in and do a job, but do you look at it as a dead rubber or do you look at it as an opportunity? You know, it's either an opportunity to go three nil and really give it to Queensland, rub it in, or it's an opportunity to look to the future, which for me is more important. In my opinion, I understand uh, the argument that you want to win three in a row. They won, they won eight series in a row. Let's get back at them. I get that, but I also want to make sure that New South Wales blues win as many series as we can over the next few years and I think this is an opportunity to give some new guys a new go, to be honest with you. And off the back of Cleary being ruled out, the argument was do we bring in Moses and give him a shot or do we bring in um, Adam Reynolds or do we just give the jersey to Jerome Luay and let Jack White and start at 5'8"? Personally, I always thought Mitch Moses was the best option to give him a go. He had an opportunity on Friday night to win that game of football. He didn't. I understand it's just a missed kick, but I'm sorry, it sort of sums up the career of Mitch Moses, doesn't it? Extremely talented, and unreal footballer, all the ability in the world... Big moments where Moses has to own the moment, doesn't quite deliver against the best teams. Um, so I, I thought Moses, I thought he played well throughout the game, to be honest with you. I thought he kicked well, he controlled well. Uh, came up with two tries. that, I mean on stats, two tries. it's great if you don't watch the game and you read the stats, two tries. how good? Well, amazing. But realistically, kind of lucky TAs to be honest with you, not the sort of origin standard stuff we're looking for realistically. But I still think he's a guy that I mean, in a few years' time, let's say in two years' time, like I'm not sure if Adam Reynolds is still going to be the guy you're going to want. Um, we could have more injuries. I mean, at the moment, we've got Luke Heary injured. We could have more injuries moving forward. And Mitch Moses, he's not far off being the next guy up. Let's be perfectly honest here. I, I don't think he is. So I wouldn't be against him getting a gig there. Now, the real spanner in the works now is that Jerome Luai, with an MCL injury, he will miss Game 3. So now it becomes very interesting. Now... My first thought was that if we're trying to win this game of football, we just bring in the south halves, you just plug them in straight away. A connection with the hooker, a connection with the left centre, Latrell Mitchell, guys that have played on big stages before and performed. Uh, but Brandy Alexander has announced that Jack White will be the 5'8". And I don't hate it, to be honest with you. I don't think he's in great form at the moment, but he is a guy that's proven on the big stages he can play well at 5'8". And he's been in the squad since day one. So now people are saying, well, we either go Moses or Reynolds to partner Jack Wyden. Obviously, Reynolds, I think that's the play to go if you just want to win this specific game and go 3-0. I think Moses, he's the play for the future. Moses didn't really do himself any huge favours the other night, in my opinion. Adam Reynolds has an opportunity to put on an absolute clinic this afternoon against a West Tigers team that has been in serious trouble and leaking points left, right and centre. And he has got attacking strike weapon all over the park. He'll probably kick six or seven goals. He'll kick well all game as well. So a guy that can really put his hand up this afternoon. I have no doubt Reynolds would want to come back to this stage, which then opens up the 14 jersey. Obviously, Jack White had that in the first two games. He now moves into the 5-8 role, as Brandy has made us aware. And it becomes really interesting. A lot of people have thrown up Cody Walker. He's a guy that has played there over the last couple of years um, and actually played his best origin footy coming off the bench. You will remember that game. He absolutely carved when he came on the field. Wasn't as dominant when he started at six. And if you're going to bring in Adam Reynolds, obviously you should be looking at Cody Walker as well. Now, I think the forgotten man in all this is Appy Curacao. Now, they've already said that they're going to bring Jack Whiten off the utility and pl- play him at six. I mean, Appy has been there since day one of this Origin series. Himself and Campbell Graham, uh, Colum and Tungy as well, he was in the camp. But Appy's been there the entire time. And I really do think that off the back of his performance on Friday night against the Parramatta Eagles, where he was the best player by far and away with ball in hand and without the ball. 62 tackles and the game that he played was unreal. I think he had a try assist but the thing that stood out to me was his ruck recognition and this is what Appy's always been an absolute genius of. We caught him at the start of last year being the missing jugsaw piece for the Penrith Panthers um, and look we didn't expect them to go as well as they did. Don't get us wrong but we thought that he would improve Nathan Cleary's game turns out he's improved Nathan Cleary's game out of sight even to the point where he can do it without Appy. there. He's just turned into a fantastic player Nathan Cleary and I, I think that Appy has definitely played a role in that. A along with guys like James Maloney and his father as well. No doubt about it. But Appy, he's turned into a brilliant hooker, probably an underrated guy, a guy that I, I know myself. I don't talk about him anywhere near as much as I should. I am obviously a huge Harry Grant fan. I still think Harry Grant is a better hooker than Appy. But, I mean, if you said to me, I think Appy's better than Damian Cook, I, I don't know if I'd push back on you. I really don't. There's a really good potential that he could be the second or the third best hooker in our game. You throw him up there with Brandon Smith as well, who's been unreal when he's played nine. But Appy, I think without a doubt, he's in the top four hookers. The worst you could probably say is Appy's in the top four hookers in our game. I think he's an unreal footballer. And a guy that I wouldn't be shocked in the slightest to see Freddie reward him with a jersey. And I've had a lot of people message me and say to me, you can't pick Appy. I mean, you've got Damien Cook. He's an 80-minute hooker. Look, happy could jump into the halves and he could cover for you. Abby could jump in anywhere and, and just play footy. He's just got that sort of X factor, that live wire, just natural footballer about him. He's not a huge body. He's not the strongest body, but he's tough as nails, and he could jump in and do a job for you. And I think that more now than ever, the modern game allows you to have guys like this in your side. More than ever, right now, you can pick a guy like Appy and just throw him on the field and just let him go and play and just see what he does. Yeah, and you might find that if you give Cook a 25-minute spell and he can come on and, and come back on against tired bodies, you might actually get the best out of Damien Cook. Maybe he's the sort of guy that isn't an 80-minute guy anymore. Like, I know he can handle it, but is it how you're going to get the best impact out of Damien Cook? I'm not sure. But I really do think that Abby Curacao is a really good shot to get this 14 jersey. I think it would be a fantastic debut for him to make for the New South Wales Blues. I think it's well-earned. He's been unreal the last couple of years. You've got to remember, he... You know, he came in the the 11th hour in 2014 for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, and Isaac Luke was suspended. Had a great game there. Won the premiership with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He had a lot of off-field stuff that you wouldn't wish upon your worst enemy happened to him as well, Appy. Uh, he moved to the Panthers. He then moved to the Manly Seagulls. Then Nace Finu appeared. Sort of put a bit of pressure on Appy. People questioned if he was really up to it. you got to remember, only 18 months ago, here's Appy Curacao, signed with the Canterbury Bulldogs. And then later that night, he switches. He makes a, cha- a last-minute change before all, all the ink has settled. Makes his way to the Penrith Panthers. Could you imagine Appy's career if he would have gone to Canterbury over the Penrith Panthers? Could you imagine where the Penrith Panthers would be if that signing didn't happen, if he did end up at Canterbury? I mean, it would just rewrite the entire history of this Penrith Panthers side right now and the career of Appy. I don't think he's anywhere near a New South Wales jersey right now if he would have gone to Canterbury. The Penrith Panthers, they've brought out the very best in Appy, and I think Appy's brought the best out in the Penrith Panthers as well. And I think he's a guy that really should be looked at as part of this New South Wales side for Game 3. I think he's done his time sitting on the bench, playing that role at training, doing all that sort of stuff. And I think Freddie and Brandy, they'll be well aware of that. Two Penrith boys as well. Let's be honest here, Freddie and Brandy, two guys straight out of Penrith, two guys out of the heart of Penrith as well. Two guys that the Penrith Club has been built around for its entire existence. I think that this is a guy they'll definitely be looking at the 14 jersey. Cody Walker, he's got an opportunity to really stamp uh, his authority this afternoon against the West Tigers. I have no doubt he's going to have a big game. I know a lot of people need him and Alex Johnson to have a big game. And I know a lot of people, super coach wise are probably hoping that Appy does get the jersey because it would mean that Cody Walker is allowed to play next week for the South City Rattlers, which a lot of people are relying on, myself included. But I just think football-wise, take Supercoach out of it. I really do think Appy deserves this opportunity. I think he's a guy that he's just he's just done the hard yards. He's been reliable as all hell. We saw on Friday night the Penrith Panthers go into that game without their best player, the best player in the game, Nathan Cleary. Someone needed to stand up. I thought the halves did a good job without being outstanding. Um, I don't think picking Tyrone May in the halves over... Matty Burton was the right decision. I would have gone with Matt Burton. Jerome Luai was solid once again uh, without being outstanding. But I thought Appy, he really grabbed that game by the scruff of the neck. He took it to a new level for the Penrith Panthers. And he delivered an unbelievable game. And I just think he would have so much to offer for for, for the New South Wales Blues in this final game. Dead rubber or not. This guy, he deserves his opportunity. And I'm probably tipping that Freddie and Brandy will go with Appy. I think Cody Walker, he would be an outstanding guy. He would probably worry uh, the Queensland Maroons a little bit more, let's be honest here. A guy that can play sort of in the halves and he could jump in at fullback. He could move around a little bit. Appy doesn't offer you the same sort of um, movement in this side, but I just think he'd be unreal. And, I mean, even if – let's say there's an injury in the halves. I mean, I think Appy would jump in there and do a splendid job for them, let's be honest here. I think he'd be able to handle himself if you had an injury out in the centres. I mean, Jack Wyden could shift out there and Appy could come in, on in the halves. If you had an injury at Hooker, he could cover you there. If you had an injury second row or in the front row, I mean you wouldn't choose Appy to replace that role, but you've got enough forwards like Angus Crichton on your bench to be able to replace that. If Teddy goes down, you've got Tom Trovoyovich there, then you can shift Jack Wyden out. You can put Appy in there. I understand that Appy isn't as versatile as a guy like Cody Walker, but This team has enough versatility in it to be able to cover a range of positions. And I think Apicurisow, his form over the last 18 months will be rewarded. And the sort of bloke he's been in camp and the patience that he's shown in this origin camp, I think he will be rewarded for that as well. That's kind of my hope, to be honest with you. I'd love to see Appy put on the sky blue because it would be a well-deserved origin debut. It's not one of those situations where we're just handing out a jersey. A lot of people have said that about Mitch Moses' situation. I don't completely agree with you. I think Adam Reynolds is the best guy for the job. But I think the reality of the situation might hand Mitch Moses an opportunity. He has a connection to Freddie as well. I'm sure Freddie will be confident he can get the best out of him. And Freddie might see this as an opportunity to take Mitch Moses to the next level. I mean, I I know it's the nines competition. I understand that. But I remember when he got picked for that last year, and I made the call that he'd get the player of the series. And, geez, I copped it left, right, and center. And I know it's the nines. Don't sit there and tell me it doesn't matter. Like I understand that. I get that. But in that environment, surrounded by those champion players, Mitch Moses, he was the best player in that competition by a country mile. He was unbelievable. Maybe Freddie might see an opportunity to be able to take a guy like Mitch Moses into this new arena with new players around him, change up his environment a little bit, learn a few things during the week and find some new confidence. And if he does, my God, we're going to have a dangerous player in our hands Sort of reminds me, and I'm not saying it will be like this, but Freddie's done this with a couple of guys. You look at Tariq Sims, you look at Saifiti, these guys that he's picked out of nowhere. People have laughed and scoffed and said they shouldn't be playing Origin. They've come out and absolutely brained it. Might be another one here. We've seen that Freddie in in the Lebanon camp, he was able to get the very best out of Mitch Moses. Yes, I understand playing against second-tier nations and whatnot, but a confident Mitch Moses. He's as dangerous in the NRL as he is in the car park. Let's be perfectly honest here. He has got just rare ability. Not many guys do. Did he, enough, did he do enough on Friday night to get himself into the team? Probably not for me, but it still wouldn't surprise me if he is selected. If he's not Adam Reynolds, he will do a splendid job. He will not let down the New South Wales Blues. We already know that, but he's not a guy that in three or four years' time you're still going to be relying on if Nathan Cleary isn't available. A lot to weigh up here. Personally, I would love to see Appy, of all the people that I've spoken about today, he's the guy that I would love to see make his New South Wales debut because he seriously does deserve it.